This week on the Push All Life Podcast, vaccines, protein bars, and websites. Three recordings. <laughs> Three, two, one. Ten k before eight thirty a.m. Then. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. Me, Tom Horse, going above. He doesn't mean money. Definitely not money. <laughs> Tom couldn't earn that much in a morning. No chance. Not in the morning. No, but even my even my hourly prices—they're not enough hours there. So, so I'm charging for time down. PTs don't charge for time. Uh, but yeah, you know, you're only missing out on about three hours, though, to be fair. I mean, going from five to eight, you could probably earn that close to that amount of money. <laughs> You'd be on 6K, wouldn't you? 2K an hour. I wonder what the most expensive PT is per hour, like, in the world. I don't know. Well, remember there was a lad um, from, I don't know where, he, he was in Fitzgrovia around there. Mm. And um, there was a story on him. And he was like some ex like uh, Cameroonian table tennis player or something like that. And he like rented this premium space and he was charging, I think it was two to two and a half grand an hour for PT sessions. Um, yeah. In that space in Fitzgerald. <laughs> I remember, I there remember was someone that in America like, that charges stupid amount. Yeah. It's like, I was like, what what the what <laughs> and then like the like what was it like the people i was talking to about it they were like yeah but imagine like how much his rent is for that and i was like if he's earning two and a half grand an hour he's doing all right <laughs> yeah like, yeah that's fucking worried about that is it yeah that's okay um i think i think his like business rates or whatever it'll be okay if he manages to charge that per hour he was like obviously i only trade like ceos and mds and stuff i was like so do i but i don't get paid that like that's unfair. <laughs> but yeah, that was 10, 10K in steps before 8.30. It was 10K in steps, wasn't it? Well done, That was pretty Tom. good. I enjoyed it. I, I was, yeah, I had a few messages from, about that going, what? How'd you do that? Woke up early. How'd you do that? You just walk one <laughs> in front of the other. <laughs> that is literally what I said to a uh, little lad Montel. I was, I was went yeah. one foot in front of the other, repeat. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's quite quite easy actually. To be fair, it's not a difficult. Yeah, job. it was only because I was up at half five, and then my first client was at half six, and that was a field based uh, field based. It was a like a movement based field based session, not in a gym. Mm. Okay, that's why I'm changing that earlier with some, but it is a more plyometric, um, all that kind of jazz. Really cool, nice lad, nice chap, good at his sport. Um, so yeah, and he goes. We do some stuff in elsewhere, not in a gym, away from his mm-hmm. SSC coaches and away from everything else. <laughs> We're doing real things, but yeah, you end up doing a lot of demos. Therefore, I end up doing a lot of steps. <laughs> um, yeah, so and 10k before okay. I'll have way, and also I have to walk and stuff. But yeah, basically, just realised that was before 8:30. It is now about 8:30 in the evening. I've hit 27,000 steps. So realizing well that... Done, Tom. I know. 
that is what in-person personal trainers can do. That's why they can eat so much. And Daniel has done 27 steps today. So he is allowed to have no, now. no calories. I've done 7,800 7, today. Which in, 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 the, in the grand scheme of things, some clients, you'd be incredibly happy with that. Yeah, fucking damn right you would. Yeah. Um, trying to think what my average is actually. My average is 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 I'd say ten is my average, but on a desk bound day, seven thousand is is pretty pretty normal. Right. Yeah, that's fair enough. I have had a particularly round London day. I've trained so. today as well. I've yeah. trained today. I've not trained. Yeah. So yeah, um, because obviously around London, Dan, both me and Dan had COVID vaccine twins. We both had to have, we had to obviously have our vaccines at the same time because we coordinated it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we both had them this afternoon within about forty-five minutes of each other. Uh, lovely. Yeah, we're on the phone to was... each other whilst we're getting it done. We're like, oh, yeah, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm out there thinking of you. <laughs> but yeah, it was super exciting. I had mine at London Bridge, at, uh, guys. Hotel. Um, lovely. I am now part of the Pfizer massive so whatever that means in the future don't know we have manipulated yeah. rna dna now so something's gonna happen fuck knows we're fucked mate but basically my side effects so far is what i said to dan i will not be rushing to do any lat raises just got arm wise i'm like yeah. oh, go about there and it starts to like uh, mine doesn't hurt i just feel like i've just had a, d- a slight dead arm but like it's one of those where yeah it just feels like someone's elbowed me in my shoulder like by accident yeah, like, in a like game of football or something but it doesn't i mean it's like i'm not gonna fucking cry about it when she uh when she, slipped, when she slipped it in uh we, um Ooh. it was <laughs> it you barely felt anything i was quite uh i, I didn't I, feel anything i yeah she said a little scratch and I was like, okay. And then there was nothing. I was like, <laughs> I was like have you done it? Okay, good, wonderful. Like all the questions they asked. It was like a military operation where I went. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was a massive. Proper. I have written this down because uh, did, did, where you went in, did they have like a screen like where your name was like popping up and stuff? No. Oh, yeah, right. This is where the money is, guys, right? So uh, <laughs> we had like a big screen in front of us. You know how like when you used to go to Argos, and your ticket's coming through. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, 401. Like, your item is ready for collection. Basically, it was that. It was like Argos, yeah. but for vaccines. Um, but it was your name that was gradually going through um, as you were sitting in the thing. But I literally wrote this down because I was like, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast later. Um, because there's a woman in there whose job it is to say everybody who's there, their name. What a fucking tough gig. Bearing in mind, I went to like London Bridge, South London-ish area, like pretty multicultural. I don't know, no hope. Literally no hope. No. <laughs> I was like, uh, no. this guy, uh, a Puna Hasapina Petalon, I don't know. That's got to be just, that's anyway. got, that's got to be gig. just, that's got to be just in case there's anyone blind there, surely. Yeah, surely. Like, like, so if you could see the person looking and getting up, you go, all right, cool. You got it. Yeah, right. she said every uh, you know... single one when I was there. Every single one, like wow. immaculately as well. And there were some tough names on there. <laughs> I was like, Fair play I, was like that. I was like, oh, that's how you say that name. Wonderful. I just want to sit here because she must know all the names, like all the surname. It, 
Yeah, incredible. Hats off to that lady who was in Vaccine Center 2 in London Bridge <laughs> that afternoon for that shift. Enjoyed her work. Um, yeah, tough gig that, tough gig. Yeah, interesting. Got, you got two seconds to realize it, or maybe like as soon as they come up, she's Googling. Like maybe it came up on her iPad phonetically and she was nailing it. It must, yeah, it must have done something <laughs> like that. It's happened, hasn't it? That's uh, that's impressive. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no, it was like a bit of a, it was a bit, yeah, it was just like a military operation. Just like literally just everyone knew exactly what they were doing. There were so many fucking people there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, whatever your breath, your preference, whatever your views on it all, it was just, yeah, it was straightforward. I mean, I think I'd rather have a vaccine than, than get COVID, to be honest. It sounds pretty minging, but, you know. Yeah, I mean. It may not affect me, but it may. You just don't know. Don't um, know. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't need to post about it on fucking Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't. I just <laughs> Whoa, was like, okay, I posted cool. mine because I'm cool. Oh, my God. You, you're such a virtue signaler, Tom. That's what, they, that's what everyone says, isn't it? You I, didn't do, I didn't do a tag of the, I've had my COVID vaccine or anything. I, guy, was... I, gave, I came out and the guy was, the guy went, would you like a sticker? I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, I'm all right, thanks. Like, I was I like, what? Think... And then the guy behind me went, oh, go on then. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, like, we're kids at school. There must be something psychological about that. Like, is the thing after something like that, you get asked yeah. about stickers. And, I mean, you should be handing out lollies and they're taking a fucking lolly all day long. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sticker, I got vaccinated. I was like, mate, I didn't need that. Like, I just, I just think, right, right. Here we go. I'm gonna go fucking on the soapbox now. So there must have been a, there must have been a budget, right, in the whole vaccination program for stickers. I don't know how much stickers cost, but that could have been fifty grand over the course of the whole fucking country. Waste of fifty grand. Let's be honest. A sticker, <laughs> a sticker. We're not fucking kids. I was just like, wow. I was like, is this what we're doing now? Um. And then also, did you have to, you weren't allowed to wear your normal face mask. You had to get one of theirs. No, I was allowed to wear my normal face mask. Oh, so I, I had my normal one. And I then I went in and he was like, can you take it off? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you have to have this brand new one. I'm like, what a fucking waste. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I thought I thought I would have to because I've walked, there's a vaccinate, there's two vaccination centers like on my walk home, like walk past, like past Westfield and Stratford and stuff. And I've, they, I always see them handing out the masks for yeah. people and telling them off. But like, Obviously, I went to a, a legit, like, massive hospital, and they just was like, no, it doesn't fucking make a difference, does it? I just, I just, again, it's <laughs> one of those things where I just feel a bit like, ah, come on, like, you know, like, waste. I feel, I feel like, like, it's, like, yeah, I feel like maybe they'd, they'd probably put, like, some doctors and nurses who actually work in hospitals, uh, the ones near the hospitals, and go, they're probably gone, nah, it doesn't make a difference. You might as well just keep that on. What a waste of money. Yeah, as you've got the really dogmatic ones that are like, yeah, this must Follow the rules and stuff, yeah. Follow the rules. It's just, but... just found it a bit. I just speaking, found it, speak, it was a bit... Speaking of that, mate, speaking of that, following the rules, uh, the ridiculousness of what happened on the weekend. I realise we're not going to talk about fitness that much on this podcast because we just had vaccines, so we're, we're really tired. Um, we're going to do a protein review, anyway. Um, but... <laughs> So I was at a pub shock on the on the weekend, and so one of the chaps I was with um, is type one diabetic. Okay, so with so that obviously he might need a bit of glucose every now and again, and he, he takes might. his he might do. Um, otherwise he'll probably be on the floor somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so he <laughs> so obviously in the pubs now that you have to do table ordering correct only um no matter what yes. and um yeah so that is what you have to do 
So this lad noticed, he was in a little bit of a rush because he was like, okay, he noticed his blood sugar had dropped. He was feeling a bit iffy. But obviously the time it takes to like order stuff through the app and the ticket to be produced and go through would be slightly lengthy. So type 1 diabetic, got his little like glucosometer, whatever it is, reading that he'd had up there. It was like, I like I went up to the bar and was like, guys, I really need like just a glass of orange juice right now and pay for it in a second. But can I just have it now, right now? And they were like, no, no, you need to, uh, you need to pay for the, you need to order it through the app. They're like, he was like, I'm type one diabetic. In about five to ten minutes, I'm gonna be on the floor because my blood sugar's dropped too much because I've been drinking throughout the day and all this other stuff, right? And he was like, I need, I need some orange juice. I was pretty hoping I was going to get some orange juice whilst I'm out of pubs and stuff to keep me going. And they were like, um, well, it's a, we got ordered through the ticket, so um yeah and they like almost refuse a type 1 diabetic who would have like yeah crashed basically um because oh no the system says no basically literally computer says no like you haven't paid for it yet or like you cannot come up to the bar and they're like put your mask on he was like right this is a bigger problem than covid i wouldn't be here if i had it number one yeah Um, (laughs) i was like jesus christ absolutely insane the woman who was just like, I understand, but she was like, I understand, but you have to order yeah. through the app. I'm like, no, 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 it's not. You don't understand clearly. Like, go look up what type one diabetes is. You're insane. Um, yeah, there it, that was, yeah. And he was just like, Are you a moron? Like, what the hell? Like, give me the fucking orange juice. <laughs> yeah. I Painful, will pay for it. it. Is. Oh. Yeah, people just don't understand, do they? I think that's the. Crazy, mate. Crazy, mate. Yeah. Uh, All right. We've got a couple of topics I want you to talk about. Um, But we're going to... Dan finally got his protein bars. I did. Finally got the Swalsome Foods ones. I got the Bicky Bicky Butter. Bicky Butter, chocolate truffle protein bar, salted caramel brownie, egg hunt white. Um, Yeah. Am I doing the same one as you? If you want. To you. <laughs> what were we doing? Were we doing like two? I'm going to spin did... it around because there's more chunky bits on this side. Well, are we doing two at a time? This is what we used to do. Oh, two at a time? Fucking, that's well, what she we said. Only, we, we, um, only, we only bite into one. Like, we only bite into right. two, like a little bite. Right. Well, I picked the biggie butter. What one are you picking? Was it just because they go off, don't they? Well, maybe, yeah. When do they go what off? Else, what other one am I doing then? I don't know when they go off, mate. Let, let me just. Ooh. The hazelnut one's got vegan. And the like salted I'm, caramel brownie one. I feel like I'm missing. I feel like I put some down and they've uh, run off somewhere. Right, I'm, I'm having to try this, Bicky, but I'm not waiting any longer for you. <laughs> oh, open. I had the chocolate truffle, didn't I, last week? So let's, let's have a vegan one, shall we? Uh, a salted caramel brownie and, uh, yeah. I Basically, guys, I'm moving out right now, and uh, a lot of my stuff is scattered. Um, all Dan can see is an empty closet, basically, and uh, my desk's still here. But yeah, a bit weird. But Daniel's going through that. I've got a salted caramel brownie, vegan, indulgent zelty chocolate cake bar. Cake bar sounds good. Um, 15 grams of plant based protein. 227 cows, 15 carbs, 
14 fibers, 15 fats. It's 15 across the board, mate. 15, 15, 15. Mm-hmm. Rounded bar, isn't it? Interesting. Gives you verdict on the Bicky butter. Wait till you've tried some. I'm, I'm not trying the Bicky butter, though. Do you want me to try that one first? Yeah. All right, fucking hell. I just went through the macros of the other one, by the way, I guess. <laughs> just, just in case. Fucking uh, it's chewy. Jesus Christ, it's chewy. Is it really chewy? Uh, <laughs> I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. I'm guessing this is like this coffee or not. I don't know. I'm not even going to look at you because you're not going to know. Nah. Oh. Mine's been out all day, so it's quite warm, but it's fucking chewy. Um, for me, it's got a weird taste to it. It's got a bit of a funny something in there. I don't know what it is. Um, and I don't like the chewiness of, of the of the bar overall. Um, it's definitely got like biscoffy bits in it. I can taste the kind of the biscuit thing coming through, but there's a there's something funny in there. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they've mixed it with or what, but... As protein bars go, it's not bad, but um, it's nowhere near protein pantry. I'll be honest. I've got to be straight with you all. It's not. Um, it's just too chewy that stuff for me as well. Like that one. It's it's like the other ones we had before. The bakehouse was it? Something like that. Bakehouse, um, yeah. Protein bakehouse. Yeah, that is so chewy. Yeah. Like, and crazy like, chewy. On the last line, it's like delicate honeycomb or something like that. Nothing delicate about that bar. No, it's it's. There's some, is it just me? Is there some taste that's not quite right? I don't I know. Taste, like I don't know if that's, I feel that's you. I think the taste is, a, is, is right. I think it tastes good. It's just textured terrible. The problem, like we said the other week, the problem you got with these is you're going, oh, it's a Biscoff bar. That's what they're trying to say. And it's like, it's, it's just always going to be a disappointment because it's not Biscoff, is it? Like, Biscoff mm, They've gone incredible. for like Vicky, buttery, uh, what they want, like white blondie. Yeah. And I a blondie. Yeah. Blondie is always worse than a brownie. Just, just an FYI. Always wow, dis- that's controversial. Always disappointed with blondies. So I just uh, feel like this is going to be a very similar, similar ordeal we're going about to go through. But so it is, salt, salt this caramel. one is vegan salt caramel brownie, but it's flatter. vegan protein, so it might be different. Oh. This one's good. <laughs> mm, now that's better. Mm. I'd polish that right. one off. Macros aren't as good. But I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna throw it out there. On these types of protein bars, vegan protein mixes better with that I fiber. It, I think it does, doesn't it? Like that was good. That's because it as soon as it had, it said cake bar. I was like, oh, okay. Cakiness. Oh. We, we know the cake and the goo. There's goo in it. Yeah. I didn't get the goo the first time. <laughs> yeah. The goo, I went right right into the goo, mate. Yeah. The goo's good. Oh. Mm. Yeah. That is um, a bit like. What those, do you know anyone ever used to buy? Your, your mum your probably bought these for you. You know the Jaffa cake bars? Like, yeah, yeah, the Jaffa cake bar. Yeah, they're that yeah, yeah. sort of like texture, aren't they? With like yeah. a bit of like the on top. I mean, those are different ones, but it does, it does. One, it's it's salted sort of caramel. The vegan protein bar one is better. It's the vegan one. Like we had that from the mainstream bars as well, didn't we? Like I said, the vegan bar was good. 
Um, Jesus. I mean, turn up for books. Vegan, vegan bars are so getting better and better. And any of my yeah. vegan, any of my vegan clients were listening. <laughs> that, I'm not even joking you. I'm not joking you. You could have that with a scoop of like Halo Top. That's not vegan, yeah. but whatever. And it would <laughs> actually be, it'd actually be really nice. Quite nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I like that one. I'm not the yeah. other one was not I'm, great. Right? I'm not letting Laura have any of that one. I'm going to give the. Vicky bottle to Laura. <laughs> You're like, like have oh, we, I love you. you on this? Love you. I saved, I saved some for you. Saved a bit for you. Have, have some of it. Oh, man. Nice. Well done. Swallow some, swallow some foods. Get their vegan protein bars um, so far. We still have a few more to try. Um, well, we've got the hazelnutty, the hazelnut brownies are vegan protein bars as well. Okay, well, it must I, be the I, it must be the dark chocolate brownie thing that they must must be the one that works with vegan stuff. Yeah, well, um, I've got and then we've got find that because I feel like I've lost it. <laughs> I don't know if it's fallen down. Chocolate truffle and then egg hunt. The other two that I've got somewhere. Yeah, there I've got the go. egg hunt. I've had. I think I had the chocolate truffle last week. I might be wrong. I know I had one of them, but it was okay. Well, you find them when you're moving out, probably. The, the egg hunt looks cool, right? Because it's got cream egg all over it. But again. It's got cream eggs and mini eggs on it. That is just, it's it's setting itself up to be amazing. But is it setting itself up to be disaster? That is the question. question. But good, yeah, well done. Cakey bar, like a cakey bar. Texture, two textures in that bar. It's good. Mm. Mm. Good. Not one that's going to take my braces off. So, yeah, it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. what we had this week, mate. So PT course started. Yay, finally. Whoa. Finally. I mean, yeah. So unfortunately, guys, you've missed the cutoff date. Uh, we're doing it in cohorts. Um, it, there will be a lead up to every every single time. So this is the first one. There's some people going through it. They've got the next 13 weeks with myself and Luke uh, tag teaming on certain interactive stuff. Probably not a lot of courses that you get that every other week for an hour, hour and a half. We will be discussing basically a Q&A, whatever you want about the previous module or two modules. And then we'll talk about the next one you're going to be going on to. Lovely. But yeah, mm-hmm. just want to say, if anybody's listening, is on the PT core, hope you're excited. You're going to make your PT better. Basically, your PT product better. Um, that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, lovely. All right, mate. I sent you a thing earlier, not earlier, earlier in the week, that said intense exercise increases the risk of motor neuron disease, says scientists. It could be whack job scientists. What, what, are our, what are our thoughts on that? I mean, just ridiculous. Like, I think it, I just, oh, I just don't. I just don't get it. I just don't understand the. I've not looked at the science or the whatever they've looked at or how they've come to that conclusion and all this sort of stuff. But I just, I just don't get it. It's like doing anything is going to cause any. Do you know what I mean? Breathing air found to cause death. Well, yeah, at some point. Um, <laughs> do you know? It's just like that whole thing of. Like what? What is the point of of listening to? I don't know. I just, I, when you said it to me, I genuinely, I hadn't, didn't, didn't do any content around it or didn't post it on my stories because I genuinely was just like a bit gobsmacked that it's like, oh. It's just, it annoyed me that it made the BBC like swipe up kind of 
It's just like the mixed messages, isn't it, of things? And I bet if you went into it and it would be like... So I looked on... I went and read the the article because I was like, I might get asked about it because I got sent it by someone else. And then obviously I posted it up and then a few of my clients was like, so I don't have to do conditioning anymore. (laughs) I was like, all right, when you prove to me that you are one of the people in one of these studies that has this particular DNA, then yes, you do not have to do uh, conditioning. I was like, until then, I will always assume that you're one of the majority instead of the minority, okay? Um, unfortunately. But yeah, it was like a study based off looking at people's DNA and how they were like pushing them to some sort of heart rate limits and work intensity would cause them to have an influx of whatever, motor neuron disease and yeah, like down the line. And then obviously they had the scientists like talking about it. And then like in tiny print, like three quarters of down the page, it like the lad, the lead like guy was just like, obviously we're saying that people shouldn't stop exercising, but some people should. I was like, but some people like obviously need to exercise because that would be a greater detriment to health than like this stuff. And it's like, exactly. You scaremonger fucking... I don't know, millions of people that have just looked at that and gone, nah, I can't do intense exercise and I've got motor neurons disease. So, yeah, how about uh, you're probably more likely to get, I don't know, heart failure, liver failure or CV disease or whatever, or like liver disease from being obese. But nah, nah, let's let's focus on that. But yeah, really, it's a scaremongering in media, isn't it, mate? Unfortunately. How they make their money, mate. How they make... It's hard to make their money. I just don't. I just don't. I try not to pay attention to it anymore. I just don't. It sounds stupid, but as I get older, you just realise it's what it's all about. People just want you to tune into shit. You know. I think even, dare I say, even the BBC this year have been have been, I think, censored and things like that more than they ever have done previously because they're run by the government. They're run by you know government by the state effectively, and you you only have to have seen some of the stuff that people have said about them and and the way that they've gone about their business and obviously all the others have to be a bit more shocking to get people viewing yeah. them because they have to rely on advertising money. And it's, it's, it's the same as everything in life. It's people are just competing for your attention and you just have to be wary of where you give that attention. And I think for me, one of the best things that I, I did over the last sort of few months when I wasn't feeling great about the whole situation was just not look at it. Just not look at it. Like it's, it's focusing on other things that make you happier, make, you know, and, and that's just, that's why with that article, I was just, I'm not going to give it the time of day because I know that like you said, 999 people out of a thousand are never gonna have to worry about that ever ever and that one may have to just go do you know what i'm not going to work out as intensely for the rest of my life i'm still going to work out though and still move and still look after my nutrition and all that sort of shit as well and it may even it may even be higher numbers than that and i think it's one of those where you you if you you can find a study or an article or a news headline to support anything you want in life and anything what i said and i was just like you can you can you can find whatever you can, you know, you can, you can find it anywhere. If you type it in Google and search far and wide enough. And I think there's this massive, uh, it's, it's our culture at the moment. There's, you know, that I think, I think Luke Johnson's talked about it before, like infobesity. It's like all the information that you ever need for anything is out there. You can do all the research. You can look at all the studies. You can do all the correlations. You can do all the, everything you possibly want to do. 
the reason that we're in this problem of like the world and why people have problems is not anymore because they don't have the access to information. It's that they just don't fucking implement anything. I see mm. it with online coaches that we're trying to help with mentoring. I see it with clients that I'm trying to help with their diet and nutrition. And I see it in everyday life where people ask me questions about random things. The answers are out there. They're in books. You're just not reading them. You've read them. You're just not implementing it. You're just going about your life and forgetting and not bothering. And this is the problem. Like, this is it. The people that go further in life or get where they want to be implement shit all the fucking time. And they don't ask questions. They just try something. It doesn't work. They try something else. They try something that doesn't work. Whereas other people, they look for more information to find the perfect thing before they execute anything. And they're never going to get there because the information is just so vast. There's so many conflicting views. You've just got to try. I've realized I've just gone well off on one. But it's... It, that, that's for me is that I one thing I've learned over this last year and I've, I've applied it with with our new mentor and with our business and all this sort of stuff he's getting us to go deep on don't waste your fucking time watching the news watching shitty tv watching all that shit just like do shit that's going to make you smarter make you think better make you think more broadly make you actually question what you're seeing because that's what's going to make you better and I think that's the same thing I would say to everyone with nutrition and training and stuff um is i i saw i heard a great analogy the other day i can't remember who it was someone said something and i and i you could flip it on its head for for fitness and and health and training and all this sort of stuff and it was the whole thing around people will invest thousands of pounds each year each month each year on their mortgage on their rent on whatever it is and it was like whereas actually where they do live they just destroy it and treat it like shit. And they were saying like, it's your body. Like your body is where you actually live. People are prepared to spend thousands upon thousands of pounds, you know, on their house, on like, you know, their surroundings, but on the actual place that they live and that actually can be taken away from at any point in time, they don't spend any money. And it's just fascinating because I think, like you say, the culture we're in, people are just soaking up all this free information. They're just looking for free information soaking it all up, writing it all down, making notes, doing spreadsheets, doing all this shit. Never actually do anything with it. Just don't do anything with it. Never apply it. And I think that's a prime example. Like seeing that article is a prime example. I, I genuinely, like I said, I don't have a view on it because I just think it's bullshit. I don't care because it's just more information. It's massive. That was one of the drive homes, basically the first, first call we did with the PT core gang yesterday. And we were like, and we, obviously me and Luke like, like spoke was like, oh, what are we going to do per le- lesson when we're doing these lives or whatever? And I was like, we're going to make sure they implement what we tell them to do in the course. <laughs> I was like, that's all I really want from those sessions. It's like a, a little check, like a little Q&A, all that kind of stuff. I was like, you're going to learn a crap ton of stuff. I was like, but if we don't talk, come back and talk about it and say for the next two weeks, you're going to go and try and implement and try this stuff or you're just going to forget it and not do it. And it's not going to make you a better trainer. Um, that's the biggest thing I thought was like with people, because we, we will have the people who like implement slightly too much and go through far, far too much down the rabbit hole of like training and stuff like that. So, but in terms of business, and so it'll be a, it'll be a big one. Everybody who's listening is like setting up all of their onboarding for the next two weeks. That's their job. Like they're going away. We've given them the systems. We've given them what they have to do. Let's let's see them do it. Like you get that in place, then you're suddenly cooking with gas, and you you're, you've got your clients' next thirty days done. Like it doesn't become an end thing. But the bite back 
especially uh, when we I've talked about it in person with like first base trainers before. It's just like, oh, but it takes a lot of time. I'm like, yeah, once, once it takes a lot of time and it takes no time for every single client after you've had. I was like, you only plan ever planning to do that for one client? Then yeah, it's a fucking waste of time. But if you're planning on do it to maybe the 200 clients you might have over your personal training lifetime, then I think it's a fucking great use of time. Um, we 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 had a massive go at all the people that um not a massive go that sounds bad, but like we on our call this this week with the playbook lot, we had to um the mentoring stuff. We had a we had a, a quite a frank discussion. We asked them to do quite a simple task. And it was two weeks ago. And we said, right, who's done it? Where's where's the stuff you've done or whatever? And I think one out of like six people that we were speaking to at the time had done it. And we were just like, well, this is why. This is why you're going to fail. This is it. You're paying for this and you're still not doing it. Like, we can't help you. We literally can't help you anymore. And like, I think with coaching and PT, I think this is also why PT is a popular thing that people try and do um, as a career change. It looks easy is the good coaches make it look real fucking easy. And maybe I don't, again, I'm not putting myself in this category. I'm talking about you. Um, you know, you make it look really, really easy. You make it sound very, very good because people don't see the hours you spend on education, on working hard, on the writing the plans, on understanding human beings so, some shit behind uh... the scenes. They just see you training someone and go, oh, Tom makes that look easy. That looks fun. They're having a laugh. They're having a good time. <laughs> but he charges hundred pounds an hour for that. Oh, I, I'll do that. And it's, and it's the same online coaching. People go, oh, you know, I'm a client of so-and-so's. They, I know how much I pay them and they've got X many clients. Well, that's easy. Yeah, all right, man. Give it a go. See, see how easy it is. <laughs> they don't do that's it whole... and they can't do it. It's stupid. It's that stupid. It's... The, uh, I remember seeing this. I mean, it was maybe like last week or the week before. It was like, oh, this uh, two million pound airplane that like got broke when they were trying to get loads of different people in like to come and fix it, but nobody could. But then they got this guy with 20 years experience and all he brought was a hammer. And he all he did was go underneath it and just go, knocked it and then sent the bill for like 20 grand. And then the person goes, oh yeah, well, um, why the hell? You did nothing. You literally hit it with a hammer, 20 grand. He was like, yeah. And then he was like, can you can you give me a, a like on, on an invoice, for example, you, you do a summary of what you've done. So he was like, sure, I'll do the summary on the invoice, not just the charge. He was like, 10 bucks hitting the thing with a hammer. He was like, 19 grand and 1900, knowing where to hit. I was just like, yeah, yeah. exactly it. <laughs> and, and, uh, and that's it. And that is literally it. And, and this is the, the big problem. Like, it, it's frightening. It truly frightens me, like how little work people are prepared to put in to get somewhere and to gain that experience and people just don't see it they don't see so basically so what happened with this with this task was anyway it comes down to it so two weeks ago and on the call me and mike two weeks ago said actually we're going to do this because it's actually a pretty good exercise we should probably do it as well we've done it we've done it before they had and they hadn't and i said right who hasn't done it i haven't had enough time and i said no disrespect i've got more clients than all of you put together i was like i did it I was like, difference is I wanted to do it and I understood the benefit of it and all this sort of stuff and I implemented. And it, it, it you know, we can we can talk about personal trainers, we can talk about online coaches, we can talk about anyone in life, anyone in any job, but you can talk about your own fitness journey, whatever you want to fucking call it. It's the same thing. It's like you can pay someone to help show you they're not going to do it for you. And like the one thing that we're big on with our with our with our new mentor that we've got is it's you want to pay someone money who is in a position that you want to be in because they'll tell you how they got there and they'll tell you what experiences they went through to get there. If you 
still don't listen to them that's your fault like there's no one else to blame like they're not gonna again do the work for you they're just gonna give you the roadmap and go well look, i'm just further down the road than you this that's what i did this is the way i went do you want do you want my help with that oh i've also helped loads of other people do it um and and i think that's the the biggest problem that pts coaches and all that sort of stuff are facing now is that we've gone from infobesity which is where we're at or we've just come out the other side of it it's just all the information is there the next is the coaching and this is why coaching's booming because people need help implementing it and having the accountability and the biggest problem is that coaches are not easy prey oh do you want to earn x amount of money do you want to do all this sort of stuff and they fall for it every single time because they're not prepared to put the work in because they're the same people who when the information was around hoarded all the information they're the same people. They're just further down the road and people are just taking the piss out of them because they're going, oh, I'd make some money. I pretend it's all about coaching. I'll coach them. But they're still not going to implement any of it. And it's just the next thing and the next trend. I don't know what the next one's going to be after like trying to get the coaching and implementing it. Um, probably like cloning people or something. But it's just, <laughs> it does make me laugh how in the world these days it, it, I get asked questions all the time. And I'm like, I've answered this before. I've given you the same answer. I've t- said this loads of times before. You know that you know the answer. You fucking know the answer. Um, like I just, uh, 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 you know, we've gone off on a well on a massive <laughs> tangent. Really but it, no, but it, it does it does somewhat apply though. It does somewhat apply in that it's having a rational it's having the rational thought to look at an article like that and go, I don't give a fuck because I know. <laughs> It's going to be one in uh, 10,000, 100,000 it's going to affect. I'll move on with my life and I'll spend that time thinking and implementing other things that are more productive. And that's that's why we're talking about it. Because like over over that year with, with COVID and stuff, I just didn't waste time fucking watching news or watching Netflix series. It's like, it was a waste of time for me. I was like, I've got other things that I could be focused on. I just think it's a prime example of that is the news. I was like, I'm not going to give it the time of day. I've got too much of the shit going on. Focus on that. Whereas <laughs> other people would have focused on it and would have gone, oh, I'm going to do loads of shit, but I'm going to go fucking mad. I'm going to talk about it. it doesn't get you anywhere. Waste of time. Um, yeah. Anyway, fucking hell. And then I was just thinking we weren't going to talk much this, this fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've still got one more thing I want you to answer. Um, we'll do it now because it was it was an interesting, um, it's not an interesting topic. Ish. Don't know. For online coaches, and this is obviously a thing that we're asking all of our students as we come through level two, level three, level PT core. Um, if you want to be hybrid, online, in person, all this bullshit. But do you have to have a website as a trainer? No. No. I don't Most overrated. We, st- we, still don't, we still don't really. Our website is, is fucking shit. <laughs> it has barely anything on it it's not even complete yet we still got and do you know why it's not complete because we know we don't fucking need one uh we will look we will as time goes on we are gonna it's gonna be developed we're gonna have to put up some money into it and, and throw some money behind it but essentially you need a landing page to gather email addresses you need some sort of information a place to take payments potentially that can all be done through landing pages there's other websites based things like you know um things like click funnels mailchimp will do landing pages and stuff like that you don't need please don't pay someone like two three grand or something just to do a basic website for you because it'll do nothing um like i said we've got an application form on our page that we get like maybe one out of every 100 applications comes through that we've got our blitz landing page we've got a shop with our clothing on which actually links to another website that's not even ours um it's just ridiculous it's just not needed in any way, shape, or form. No, I don't think it's needed. I've never really seriously taken it. Like, 
obviously we, we've like played around with it like ppl stuff as well but i think in the back of our minds we're like is this gonna get us anywhere is it really yeah. gonna do anything like not really because obviously like pushable legs for example did you know that the podcast has a has a website like it has a it has a page where all the all the podcasts go i don't own it um but yeah a podbean like url whatever with push for legs podbean what a bullshit yeah lovely web, lovely looking little website with everything listed everything fine i go on it because i have to because i have to put the fucking thing on there um that's about it <laughs> and then it goes yeah goes all around everywhere else but yeah i feel i can thoroughly think you can get away with especially online coaching probably not landing page obviously if you've got your instagram your dms and all that kind of stuff and then you just work through that and then you set up like google forms set up google forms and crack on with your excels and all that kind of stuff um or you go straight into like my pt hub and all that kind of bullshit um, still I'm just, i've still i've always mixed messages about my pt hub um don't really is it only because you can take payments for it as well and i think people find it less confusing um but also i've looked at the exercises in my pt hub and they're fucking terrible that's probably why people like it because it is less confusing because they're bad exercises not bad exercises they're not just great they're not the most efficient exercises they're not the best ones for possibly the clientele that you're using me not be speaking out of my ass but yeah um you use what well, you use your coach uses true coach right yeah i, I mean I've, i'm fine with true coach i quite like it it's not yeah. nothing majorly wrong with it um i don't know how user friendly it is on the coaching side of it but um yeah i think once once i start reducing my client numbers um which is happening, I'll probably move over to True Coach because I think it's easier to manage smaller numbers of clients on. Um, and I quite like it. I think it's quite interactive. And I think, um, again, as I go down, as I go reduce my client numbers, my prices go right up. Uh, again, if I'm charging a bit more, I think that'll be the next step is doing something like that with an app and I'll get a video library of exercises and stuff um, because you're going to give me one um, <laughs> that, I can use, that I can use for that. So that'll be handy. Um, I just, I just think, I just think when, when you've got that many clients, I just don't think it's just a lot to, to keep up with. Um, I think, but yeah. I know all the, all the, all the coaches at the gym, I train at use it even for their one-to-ones. They've got like, like they do one-to-one session and they have the rest of their sessions for the rest of the week that they give them on there. So that's cool. Um, I, I, I do like it again as a user experience. It's quite easy. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I, I don't currently, uh, for my one-to-one clients who go and do their own stuff, I'm, I'm captain traditional like you. Um, how we probably because we're we're slightly dated because we've been around for eight years. All of them are on Excel yeah. spreadsheets and stuff. And... To be honest, like for me, it's just the ball ache of switching everyone over. It's not. I, I see the benefit in it, and Correct. I think yeah, like yeah. with spreadsheets, with spreadsheets and stuff, I just think it's it's a lot more flexibility involved. It's so much easier to to deal with. I know my system. I know how I want to work, and and it enables me to create a really good system. I've got loads of good templates that I use. Uh, I just think, like I said, if I drop down to say twenty five clients it'd be loads easier for me to just manage it all through through true coach and not stress or worry whereas at the moment switching that number over it's just like nah it's just too many people and I will, i'll be all over the place with it um so just too much effort and it works there's nothing that goes wrong with it at the moment it works so <laughs> it's always good that's what we want from an online coaching platform lovely mate all right um that enough chatting to today vaguely cover some topics wonderful any of a business not for me no um Oh, no, actually, yes. Blitz opens soon. Um, our next Blitz intake, which is our eight-week fat loss program, um, which actually a lot of our one-to-one clients started on. 
and we've actually got our photo shoot soon as well. We've got our first ever person that started on Blitz to now go all the way through to one to one and do a photo shoot, which is pretty well cool. done there. Um, so yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Um, so Aaron's looking ridiculous for that. He's lost shitloads of weight. Um, he's in the industry as well, so that's cool. But it's it's just like basically Blitz is just basically a kickstart, eight week kickstart fat loss program, um, dirt cheap, one hundred and forty seven quid for eight weeks. Um, you get access to all six of us coaches and the waiting the emails to our waiting list go out on Monday. Um, so you'll start getting all the information then spaces go live um, the Friday after that, which is like 25th of June, I think something like that. So if you want a space on that, uh, head to the link in my bio on Instagram and join the waiting list. You'll get all the emails and stuff like that. Um, or if you've got any questions about it, just drop me a DM on Instagram and I'm happy to chat through it, whether it's appropriate for you, et cetera. Um, so yeah, that's even starts. I don't I don't know if you guys do this, but I'd assume you would. Even from the perspective of somebody, as you said, is somebody in the industry. Maybe they're looking to lose a little bit of weight as well, but probably just having a good idea of how you operate that kind of group as well, and coming in to yeah, learn about we, what what happens would be fantastic for any kind of PT who maybe aspire to do something similar in a group based uh, fat loss program because it seems it. And, to and run and pretty thing- well, right? No. Yeah, the thing with it is it runs pretty smoothly as well, but it's 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 like you say, it's we know from speaking to other people who've done it before, um, is that it's actually better than a lot of people's one-to-one fucking online coaching, like the yeah. level of detail we go into. So again, if you want that standard, that it, it, it's, it's at that level. Um, and yeah, we don't hide anything. Like it's all there, you know, it's like I say, pretty, pretty, um, pretty standard procedure. Like there's no tricks or gimmicks or anything like that. It's literally just look eight weeks of fat loss. Most people lose like five, six kilos really comfortably, um, in eight weeks. Um, yeah. So yeah, like you said, it's, it's useful to learn, but, um, but yeah, a lot of people use it as well as like a little thing. Look, if you ever thought about one-to-one coaching, you want to get in our blitzers also get a discount on one-to-one coaching going forward. So, you know, it's just a nice start into things and just like go through the process of, you know, if you were thinking about online coaching, you might want to do that and then go, actually, it's not for me. I've worked out. It's not for me. I didn't enjoy it or for whatever, you know, didn't like Danny. He was an idiot, whatever it is. Um, but you know, it's a real good, good way into the, into the group of people. Um, so, yeah. Lovely. I've got no other business moving house. So. Have fun with that, mate. <sighs> It's always fun. So I got tomorrow driving a van because driving vans is fun. Yeah. Yep. I feel like so, a right geezer. Yeah, absolutely geezer, mate. So I got one of those VW things, whatever they're called. VW. He was like, yeah, this one. I'm like, how much does it fit in it? Good. I can fit all my things in there. <laughs> it's all I want from this van. I don't care what, <laughs> what it does. I don't care how it looks. Yeah. I need it to move. Okay, wonderful. All right, mate. Um, thanks for everybody, and we will catch you next week. Catch you later. Cool.